0: Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Merrick, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Hi, I'm Jim Brangenberg with I Work For Him. Thanks for tuning into the podcast today. Martha and I want to introduce you to another one of the I Work For Him brands. I retire for him. Bruce Brinesworth joins me for a weekly podcast talking about I retire for him, the mouthpiece for the retirement reformation, really transforming our minds on how we look at retirement and understanding its biblical significance and understanding that God's got a calling in our lives that lasts to the very last breath, not when we retire. So, listen to the show as Bruce and I go through the retirement reformation manifesto. If you're close to retirement or you're already in retirement, This is something you should check out on their website, retirementreformation.org, and sign the manifesto. Very much like the I Work For Him covenant, just a commitment to living out your retired life with intentionality. That's iretireforhim.com or retirementreformation.org. Enjoy the show. Reaching out to the 50 million Christ followers in America who are already retired or fast approaching retirement, you've tuned into I Retire For Him, the mouthpiece of the Retirement Reformation. I'm your host, Jim Brangenberg, and of course, I'm joined by Bruce Brines, by the founder of the Retirement Reformation. Please check us out online, retirementreformation.org, retirementreformation.org, or on Facebook, Retirement Reformation, or in the App Store under Retirement Reformation. For the last 11 shows, we've been talking about the Retirement Reformation Manifesto, which we encourage you all to sign out there on our website or on our app. The Manifesto describes the lifestyle, the opportunity, the potential for every retiree. And we today are going to conclude by reviewing all 10. So they're all in one podcast and what we're talking about. But first, Bruce Bryan's. I thought I'd read the conclusion. Which you've got on the Retirement Reformation Manifesto. Can I do that? Is that okay? Please do. Conclusion We recognize that it is the power of Jesus that allows us to live with faith and experience fulfillment in every season of life. With that conviction, we embrace John 15, 16, which reads, as our foundation, which reads, You did not choose me, but I chose you and called you so that you might bear fruit, fruit that will last. And whatever you ask in my father's name, he will give it to you. Bruce, that really summarizes all of the points in one because it's all about the fact that Jesus calls us and our calling doesn't end when we retire. It ends when we die. And we've still got purpose and meaning ahead of us in our retirement years.
1: Jim, that is for, that is for sure. So so what is the role of the manifesto? One of the roles of that of the manifesto, and we're gonna go over the 10 points of it, is to be uh, a, a source of information, an individual prompt, and a way for each one of us to be able to reflect upon that call that God has on our life and to be able to identify the areas where we have passion, we can be of service, that we can advocate. And now let's talk about those 10 points. Let me just review them briefly. Uh, Not briefly, let me just tell you what they are. And then you and I can talk about them individually. I think we have enough time to do that. Yeah, we do. And I would really urge our listeners today to sit back and simply absorb the information that is coming to you. And at the same time, pray for God and the Holy Spirit to be able to prompt your spirit to which parts of this manifesto he would have you respond to uniquely and individually. It's one thing to be able to say, oh, that's a really good, those are really good points. It's like, those are that's a really good sermon. Here's the question. What's going to happen as a result of this? And so the, the 10 are these, Jim. It's freedom, preparation, contentment, stewardship, Love, community, intentionality, focus, service, and advocacy. Those are the 10 key main points. Let's talk about each one of them briefly as to what they mean. And as you sit back in your chair again, and you reflect and you listen and then reflect, see how this document, and you have access to it on the app, you have access to online, You can print off a copy, how, in fact, it can be that prompt for you to be able to take the next step and to be in the position of of taking those next steps, as Jesus called his disciples when he said, follow me. And then they had three years to figure out what follow me meant. That's right. So we are all in the process of figuring that out.
0: We're going to take a break right here. It's a little early in the show, but we're going to take a break right here so we can you can just hear about how to get connected with us on the manifesto. And we'll be right back with more of our conversation about the Retirement Reformation Manifesto and all 10 principles. Hang on for just a second. You're listening to I Retire For Him. Hats off to Mrs. Connie Johnson, my eighth grade English grammar teacher. She taught me how to write sentences so that I could one day write a blog. In fact, every week I write a blog from what my father has laid on my heart. It's always short and to the point, and I hope impactful for you just like it is impactful for me. We include it in our weekly email that also includes all the shows that we release on podcast that week. So it's kind of like a bonus email. Blog and podcast links. Awesome. iWorkForHim.com. Click on blog. Hey, welcome back to I Retire For Him, the mouthpiece for the retirement reformation. I'm your host Jim Brangenberg, and of course, joined by Bruce Brines, with a founder of the Retirement Reformation. Bruce, we decided today we were going to use the conclusion of our conversation about the Retirement Reformation Manifesto to review the ten points, the ten principles that are laid out in the Retirement Reformation Manifesto for every retiree. Bruce, freedom. It says we live for more than our culture's definition and expectations of retirement. Reforming retirement requires a reframing of our thinking, allowing us to shine a light into the purposelessness into the purposeless retirement void and finding freedom from unending leisure, indulgence and self-gratification. Explain to me, freedom. This is the starting point, Jim. This is the place, this is the aha
1: moment of realizing that the, our retirement years, that they may be 30 years or divided into different categories, but that rather than our, our response to it being, it's all about me and I'm going to be happy doing nothing. It is in fact, shining that light into the purposeless retirement void and finding freedom from unending leisure, indulgence, and self-gratification. Freedom. It's that first principle that launches us into our own individual journey to go from, oh my goodness, I think there's something more for me, into figuring out exactly what it is. It's that step of Jesus' followers, of Jesus' disciples, when he said, follow me, when they first put their things down and took that first step to follow him, they didn't know where it was going to lead, but they knew it was important. That's freedom.
0: And it really is found in Romans 12 too. Stop copying the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think about retirement. All right, number two principle within the Retirement Reformation Manifesto, preparation. We choose to enter each new season with a God-directed vision of his preferred future for us. Every season of life prepares us for the next each of us needs encouragement, training, equipping, and coaching as we seek to live out a lifetime of faithful service. Preparation, Bruce.
1: That Preparation is packed with meaning there, and, and I would urge our listeners to, to perhaps just really think about that, uh, get a copy, and just really look at that, because first you've got the aha moment. Ah, there's a need, there's a void, there's an opportunity, and then to be able to choose to choose, to choose, to enter into a new season with a God-directed vision of his preferred future. First of all, understanding that there is a preferred future. You got to acknowledge that. Secondly, you got to make the choice to enter into it. And third, you got to do the work to start to figure out what in the world does that mean? And so when we look at freedom, the aha moment, and then we look at preparation, what is the choice that I make? And the beginning action steps on this journey to find that joy and freedom that we talk about. And then that takes us,
0: interestingly, to our third point, which is contentment. And Bruce, before we go into contentment, I want to invite everybody while you're listening, go out to retirementreformation.org, click on the manifesto, and you can walk through this with us or on your phone. Download the app Retirement Reformation and click on manifest touch on manifesto. And pull it up so you can follow through with it. You might as well walk alongside of us with this. You can get it right on your phone. I I just thought, well, why don't we do that? So contentment reads this. It's principle number three of the Retirement Reformation Manifesto. We embrace the promise of the fruits of the spirit and reject the self-indulgent trappings of retirement. Our vision of a lifetime of service requires refocusing, repositioning, revamping, and re-energizing as we prepare for, enter, or experience retirement the allure of doing nothing with eternal value fades very quickly it does here is a here is the, the next step in that
1: process you've got the aha you've got the choice to be prepared uh, to discover what God's call for on your life is that that preferred future and then the contentment that comes from knowing that you're at a stage in the journey that that is the right place to be. And so this isn't contentment in, in the sense of, of laying back and doing nothing, but it's to embrace the promise that the fruits of the spirits are com- are, is coming. And for me, at any rate, that gives me confidence and gives me energy, gives me confidence and gives me energy. It's that idea of, of knowing I'm in the right place, knowing that I'm doing the right thing. That contentment is, is just such an important step to keep us moving Along the journey.
0: And that can tell it can be related to peace and it can also be related to joy. Uh, and, but you need to have those things in order to get to principle number four, because once you understand what God has given you in freedom and you've prepared for it and you've learned to be content in it, you now need to be a good steward of it. So stewardship is principle number four. We realize retirement may extend for 30 years or longer. The reality of longevity demands that we see all retirement seasons as a resource to be appreciated embraced, valued, and to faithfully steward, we're committed to healthy living.
1: We are, and, and the the underpinnings to that idea of stewardship is an increased and a deep understanding that God owns it all, and that we are stewards of the resources, and that he loves us, and that he has prepared a path for us, and that path, in fact, will reflect him and us to the world. And so as we become stewards, so what are we stewards of? Well, we're stewards spiritual stewards, financial stewards, stewards of uh, our spiritual journey, our and and each one of the activities of life, we have a responsibility to be able to appropriate and engage what he has shared with us through the Holy Spirit, through the Bible, through prayer and apply it So stewardship is the application piece of this process. So we had the aha moment, we had the recognition we had to choose to be prepared, we have the result of contentment, and then we have the responsibility of being a good steward and knowing that we are walking in the path that he has put a put available for us.
0: And in stewarding all that God has given us and applying that in our retirement, it really requires us to do what Jesus said. Remember, Jesus summarized the entire law and the prophets into these two sentences. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. So principle number five is love. Love. We acknowledge that people matter to God, and we cultivate our hearts for others. As we grow closer to God, he will give us the capacity and opportunity to revitalize valued relationships and have greater kingdom impact on those he puts in our path. Love, Bruce. That's what Jesus summarized it all. It's all about love.
1: Absolutely. As a matter of fact, the next phrase after the verse, our foundational verse is he says almost parenthetically, oh, and and don't forget. Love Love your neighbors as yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So, we know that within the retirement time frame and, and period that loneliness is, is, a, is a key and an, an important understanding and, and, and valuable piece to know uh, how debilitating that loneliness is. And so what is, the, what is it that combats loneliness and allows us to be able to take those steps of stewardship and, and to be able, the aha moment and preparation it's when we step out of ourselves and it is applied to others. That's the role that God, that's the intended purpose that God had for each one of us was to love one another. And so all these, the prior activities bring us to a point of preparation where we can express love in ways that perhaps we didn't either know about before, or uncomfortable in doing, or simply ignored. We know that when we look at the fruits of the Spirit, we can no love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, and self-control, which is the check marks that we can use to see if we are stewarding God's resources in appropriate ways, and that we are expressing love in who we are, who we become, and how it is that we interact with others. We talk about that in 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 um, during the retirement years, you may be going downhill physically, you may be going downhill mentally but in fact, you can grow spiritually and you can grow emotionally. And that spiritual and emotional growth are two really key elements that are critical to helping you express love to others because you'll be closer to God and you'll understand how it is to interact in a meaningful way with those that God puts you in front of, whether it be in volunteering or any other area of service.
0: We'll be right back. With more on our summarization of the 10 points, the 10 principles of the Retirement Reformation Manifesto, stay tuned. You're listening to I Retire For Him.
1: Unlike Jim, I didn't dream of being on camera. I was content to play piano and sing in a choir. Who knew that today Jim and I would have interviewed over 3,000 people and created tons of podcasts and videos helping Christians to unlock God's purpose
0: for you and your work. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube, I work for him. Hey, welcome back to I Retire For Him, the mouthpiece for the Retirement Reformation as we're talking about our Retirement Reformation Manifesto. We encourage you to open it up online at retirementreformation.org, sign the manifesto, or on our app, Retirement Reformation. Click, just touch Manifesto, and it'll come up, and you can look at these points. Bruce, we just reviewed the first five. Let's hit the last five, starting with community. What does that look like?
1: Well, community is... Is the recognition that when Jesus gave direction to his disciples and to us about how his kingdom is to be organized, he doesn't say you're to be by yourself, you're go to the woods, and that's what you know that's that's what the kingdom of God looks like. No, he 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 created the church to be his bride, his representative. When we talk about the church, we're really talking about the power that comes from community,
0: you know, and knowing that. Let's. Re- I forgot to read it. Let's read what this says because I think you're, you're heading right into it, but I think it'll make more sense if we read it. Community. We need community and connection with others in authentic relationship. Keyword: Our retirement years are best spent in community. It is uh, in community with family, friends, fellow believers, plus the weak, poor, and disenfranchised, where we both learn and serve. The intergenerational church provides community between and among believers.
1: When we read in Matthew about the vine and the branches, it doesn't say branch, it says branches. And each one of us is called to be one of those branches, to be tied into the vine, which is Christ, but then to be able to represent him As we go out and those branches aren't ones that are spread all over the place. They are in fact in community in one form or another. Whenever it is that I'm traveling abroad and I'm, and and I'm blessed to be able to, to experience a a church or a, a community of believers in a prayer time. The thing that holds us together is, is, is Jesus Christ, my commitment to him and my acknowledgement That, in fact, the others in the room have a similar commitment, but with a different job, with a different responsibility. A different calling. A different preferred future. And so to be able to experience that, I'm encouraged when I'm in that environment. And I learn when I'm in that environment. And whether, in fact, it's with fellow believers or, in fact, with unbelievers. Right. To be able to be there. But if I am there with another unbeliever, our teamwork makes a difference to the to the power of our message.
0: Community, it's so powerful. Jesus demonstrated it. Jesus said he called it church. Uh, and it has nothing to do with the building. Community was the key to living vibrantly as a believer. Number 7 of the principles from the Retirement Reformation Manifesto is intentionality, Bruce. We recognize that our calling ends at death, not retirement. Our entire lives are designed for a purpose. We can continue to grow spiritually and emotionally, which you've already mentioned. This allows God to redeem our past mistakes, revitalize broken relationships, and strengthen our commitment to our unique calling. We will follow his purpose, bear fruit, and experience the joy of being a disciple of Jesus. Intentionality, Bruce.
1: Well, it's right after the first of the year and 18 million of us uh, made a, uh, made a vow that we were going to lose 20 pounds. It's now six weeks after the beginning of the year. And that uh, number is uh, cut in less than half. And now we're six months later. And that number is down to virtually zero. So that if you are not intentional, you may speak the words, but if it isn't followed up with action nothing is really going to change. It's like reading the Retirement Manif- retirement Reformation Manifesto and saying, oh, those are all really good points. And then going and continuing your life because, well, I can't read it anymore because I got a golf game or whatever. I'm busy. I'm busy.
0: Yeah, I can I'm busy. Get, yeah.
1: Absolutely, I'm busy. And so intentionality, it takes that intention purpose. And so, you know, if you go and you read through the Gospels and if you read them through one time with the idea of the intentionality of Jesus, in as he described who he was, as he described his relationship with God, as he taught his disciples, you see that, in, that that consistent intentionality leading all the way to the cross. It's the intentionality that we have in our lives to be consistent, to persevere, to, to take the next step, and not to be too busy. So intentionality. We, we recognize need. that our calling ends when we die, not at retirement.
0: And we all need help with our intentionality. Certainly at certain times of the day, certain on weekends, we need some intentionality. Number- uh, Jim, if I can just add,
1: that's one of the reasons why we need community. And that's the reason why in these 10 steps, community comes before intentionality because it is community that supports and reminds me of the intentionality that that I need to have and that I've committed to And so we have some accountability that
0: comes along with it. Speaking of accountability and intentionality, let's talk about number eight, the principle of the Retirement Reformation Manifesto. It's focus because we intentionally focus our activities on kingdom building activities. Not every activity is beneficial, especially those that are only self-indulgent. Our priority is for those activities growing God's kingdom. Those activities will lead to the expansion of his church, we need Jesus and His Holy Spirit to commission and guide our activities. We need to focus, Bruce.
1: And so as we continue to move through these ten uh, these ten principles, that's why focus is here right now, to remind us that in fact there there is a specific and unique areas there where you can make a difference. You need to be persevere in identification and be prepared. But if the if you lose focus, in fact, nothing will really change, okay. and so that focus is absolutely critical. I had cataract surgery uh, here uh, a few weeks ago, and I will tell you it it opened up an additional world for me of color of whatever it may be, and allowed me to be able to focus uh, in a, in a new way with greater clarity. What a what a blessing!
0: So we've 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 driven deep into intentionality so we can focus intentionally on in kingdom-building activities. And speaking of that, number nine, the principle is service, because those kingdom-building activities are all about service. We live on mission for Jesus, representing him to others. God calls each of us to be on mission during every stage of life and every part of life. An important role for those in retirement is to pass on wisdom learned and encouraged the next generation, coaching, mentoring, volunteering, grandparenting, Parenting are all valuable opportunities available to us. Service, Bruce.
1: When we realize that for the first time, perhaps since Methuselah, that there could be five generations of, uh, alive at the same time, each one of those generations has issues that, that need God's wisdom. And whether they are the generations of your family or the generations of others, could be a single parent in, uh, in your church and the kids that they have, but to be able to intentionally focus on service to them. That's how the retirement reformation continues to build and helps us to move on our journey to ask the question, all right, so now what are you going to do? And to realize how important it is to be Jesus representative in that role with those people in whatever way it may be.
0: Such a powerful piece. Last, but certainly not least, advocacy. Principle number 10 of the Retirement Reformation Manifesto, which we invite you to sign on retirementreformation.org or on our app, Retirement Reformation. We resolve to encourage others to find meaning and purpose following God's design. Our conviction leads us to shine shine God's light on each of our paths, pointing to lives filled with meaning, and purpose our passion and convictions lead us to encourage all to live lives filled with meaning and purpose each of us including all pastors ministry leaders jesus followers are called to this retirement reformation a new opportunity exists to change the world for jesus bear a fruit in his name and experience the abundant life in him through meaning and purpose bruce advocacy
1: if you'll have listened carefully you'll see how that these 10 principles are a pathway for each one of us to, first of all, to build in our, our, our retirement reformation response. Secondly, to be to guide us in the steps that we need, that we can take. And you'll notice that those steps were primarily dealing with us individually. And then we get to the point of advocacy, which is now how the movement will grow when we share with others what it is that we have learned through this, right? When we tell our friend, Hey, you ought to go and check out that retirement reformation manifesto thing. That thing is is dynamic and, and, and really spoke to me. As a matter of fact, because of that, I am going to fill in the blank and the fact, and however I filled in the blank is really got me excited because it gives me some meaning and purpose. As a matter of fact, I bagged my golf game for the lot for two days a week, and I'm finding a place to volunteer to be able to do it. And I'm taking my grandson out for breakfast uh, once a month. S- stuff's happening. We're changing
0: advocacy, and 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 really to be able to not only advocate for those that are following in your footsteps, but also your friends, your 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 co-retirees, people that you're walking alongside. Uh, As Christ followers, we've got such an opportunity to just spread the good news and teach people that they can find meaning and purpose in their retirement years. Bruce, what an amazing gathering of 10 principles, which everybody can find on the Retirement Reformation Manifesto. Online, retirementreformation.org. We encourage all of you to sign it. Bruce, thanks for bringing this to our audience.
1: If I could just conclude, sign it, find out what it means to live it, and then take intentional steps to share it. If we all do that, we can have a tremendous impact on God's kingdom here and now.
0: You've been listening to I Retire For Him, the mouthpiece for the retirement reformation. I'm your host, Jim Brangenberg. And of course, we've been joined by Bruce Brinesmith, the founder of the retirement reformation. We're Christ followers journeying from retirement to reformation. So we can ultimately say, I retire for him. I
1: retire for him.
0: Hey, thanks for tuning in today to the I Work For Him podcast as we highlighted for you the I Retire For Him show. Really hope that you would pass on the word to all of your friends who are nearing or already in retirement to let them know that they should go to IRetireForHim.com and check out our podcast that we do on a weekly basis right alongside Bruce Brinesma and the Retirement Reformation. That's IRetireForHim.com. Thanks for listening to I Work For Him today. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I I Work work For him. Him.